Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. What a wonderful weekend for sport for the Irish. Yes, indeed. Kelly Harrington bringing home the gold. And not only that as well, we talked about the sense of community and the wonderful vision it was to see all the locals in Portland Row all gathered together. I think they were watching it. It looks like they're watching it on a big screen. But it was amazing to see them all come together, the reaction, a wonderful, peaceful, happy ceremony as they all jumped up and down with joy. And it made us think about the sense of community because not only that as well, you know, with Kelly Harrington as well, we saw the same thing with Paula Donovan and Fintan McCarthy as well in Skibbereen and all the locals out. Jubilant, absolutely jubilant. But we don't really see the sense of community much anymore in Ireland, do we? Certain parts of the country... I remember we were talking about this morning, myself and Ashling, you know, and I remember when I was a kid and my mother used to say, go into Mrs. Cortis and get some potatoes, will you? <laughs> and I'd be sent in to get five potatoes from Mrs. Curtis because we didn't have enough for the dinner or an egg or a bag of sugar or whatever or a carton of milk. Well, it wasn't a carton, it would have been a bottle in those days. Or you could just go and take one. Go over to Mrs. Ward there, will you? And Niall, and just take a bottle of milk off her step. She won't mind, I'll give it back to her tomorrow. And that was just the way it was. We all knew each other, but nowadays we're kind of more insular and we're isolated. And we don't have that same sense of community anymore. But it's wonderful to see when we have a situation like this, like Italian 90, for example, or, you know, when Kelly Harrington wins that Olympic gold medal, or indeed the rowers will win the Olympic gold medal. And all of a sudden we all kind of come together again as a nation. And uh, Christy Burke joins me, independent and Dublin City Council, former Lord Mayor, actually. Uh, good afternoon to you, Christy. Good afternoon, Niall, and uh, uh, it's great to, to hear you mention all of the, the the credits and how proud we all are of Kelly. Just five minutes ago, Niall, on Portland Row, I happened to be at the Harrington home, and Dublin Fire Brigade arrived, fully equipped out, hooters gone, horns gone. Mm-hmm. The brigade, the officers got out of the brigade and presented Mrs. Harrington with a bunch of flowers. Oh, what that's lovely. Seeing. It was like given everyone the lottery in Portland Row here. It's like... It's I, watch, I watched the video earlier on. Uh, I know our own reporter, Robbie, was over there as well. And I watched the video. And it was just... It was wonderful to see all those excited faces as they waited for the result at the very end. And, you know, and they went bonkers. And, and, they, and they seemed so proud of their own neighbour. Even here last night, Niall, I was walking up the street and there was cars beeping the horns with supporters from Cork and Kilkenny outside Miss Harrington's home taking photographs. Uh, you had the Queen of Portland Row, Lily Fagan, 84 years of age. I'm rather telling her she'd be in more photographs than Obama. <laughs> Portland Row, Noel, in your own words, is absolutely rocking. It's yeah. rock and roll, and they won't stop till the party ends, and God knows when that will be. Have we lost that sense of community, Chrissy? Because we had it during Italia 90 as well. We've had it, you know, once or twice throughout the last 20 or 30 years, where as a community and as a people, the Irish people, we come together to celebrate things. And not only, and not only that, even if we don't have the celebration, we just come together. Do you remember the old, you know, come on in, the door is always open. Yeah. I mean, is that kind of, I know it still exists in communities like Portland Row, and particularly in and around the city centre in Dublin and places like that, but have we generally lost it? But yeah, no, you're right. Look at, I mean, the north inner city, at any time, uh, the doors are open. If there's someone sick, if there's somebody in need of a bit of grub, if somebody in need of a bit of sugar or potatoes, like your case, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're knocking, you get it. 
and they may have their squabbles amongst each other, but when it comes to support and backing up each other, you can't beat the northeast in our city. And a, vill- a village still raises a flat. child, yeah. I mean, I grew up in Hardwick Street Flats, and my mother wouldn't take a house off Dublin City Council when she was offered it many, many years ago because she felt safer in Hardwick Street Flats. Yeah. Could leave the keys in the door, the young guys uh, would carry the bag of messages up the stairs. But look... Today, Noel, it's, it's Kelly Harrington's day, it's our family's day, it's the community of Portland Rose Day, indeed it's Ireland's day, but at the end of the day, uh, Kelly Harrington and indeed Emmett Brennan, uh, from the north inner city also, from Ballybox, both of them went out to Tokyo, they gave it their best, Kelly came back with gold, and, and Emmett gave it everything, he, and he has everything to be proud of. Absolutely, gold. absolutely. And, you know, at the moment they're painting the corporal gates in Portland Road gold, as I'm speaking to you, they just across <laughs> the road. Um, but look at no, she's look coming at home. That. She's coming home tomorrow. Now you know what's lovely about this too, and I've heard the term "salt of the earth" used a million times over I'm the pepper. last twenty-four I'm hours. <laughs> but she just wants to go back to work because she loves yeah. her job. So she's heading back to Vincent's uh, to do what she does best, and well, and that's just the best. That's the type of person she is. Look, but she she summed it up and she said, "No matter what color the medal is, I'm still." the character of Kelly Harrington. Yeah. And that's not going to change her. There's no ego here. It's all humility. The humbleness is oozing. It's contagious. Mm. Even when you go to the door, that man and woman and the brothers, Mr. and Mrs. Harrington and the brothers, they must be blue in the face with reporters and people and well-wishers and the, how tolerant they are and how humble yeah. they are. It's oozing out. It's contagious. Maybe government buildings should knock at the door and they might get the contagiousness of the humility and, <laughs> and, and the good spirit. But look, at the end of the day, I was in touch with the Lord Mayor on Saturday night before the fight that say, good win, lose or draw, that she qualify for freedom of the city. Yeah. I contacted the Lord Mayor's office again this morning. The Lord Mayor uh, did receive my request through email. She will look at all requests. I believe, and certainly everybody that I speak to believes, that Kelly Harrington deserves... The and by the way, as former Lord Mayor yourself, Christy, you'd know the procedure involved in that. How easy is it to, yeah. to kind of give out that, that award of freedom of the city? Well, I'll tell you how easy it is. When I was Lord Mayor, they came to me about Brother Kevin and Johnny Giles. And I remember Michael Ring and some guys in the FAI come into the Lord Mayor's office, met me and said, would you give it to Johnny Giles? And immediately I said, yes. Yeah. Now, here's how it works officially. First of all, the 63 elected members must all agree. It must be unanimous. That's natural enough. And then the Lord Mayor usually gets the privilege of announcing it. But in this particular case, we couldn't hold back, Noel. So I, as a former Lord Mayor, and my colleagues in the north inner city would all support and I'm sure every uh, I don't know I don't know anybody that wouldn't support I don't know anybody that wouldn't so if the 63 uh, agree it and the Lord Mayor can do that by an email and the Lord Mayor then announces it then she gets the freedom of the city and look let me tell you this Uh, by the way I mean I'm confused now as to what the freedom of the city actually entitled you to I mean there was a suggestion years ago when you got freedom of the city or freedom of the country that you kind of got free in everywhere and you got everything for free but what what do you actually get for freedom of the city by the way yeah here's what you get you get to allow to bring your sheep into Stephen's Green and (laughs) there's no charge for grazing (laughs) I don't think Kelly has any sheep (laughs) So it's a great honour to have. It's a wonderful honour, isn't it? You have Mandela, you have many, many greats uh, throughout the world. Your name name is engraved in history forever. That's the main thing, isn't it? And it's there. And, you know, she deserves that. She does. You know, I'm actually down at the first boxing club that Kelly came to when she was a kid. And I believe she used to 
sort of have to go in disguised as a youngster because there was no girls allowed into the boxing clubs at the time. Um, well, that's it. By the way, there's a couple of things that are great here too, not just because she's a girl as well. I mean, it's great. Yeah. You know, and I, I know many people in the past, I'm not suggesting, by the way, for a minute, girls don't win accolades. Of course they do. But it's great for young girls watching this, particularly in boxing, which was always considered to be a male event many, many years ago. Absolutely. But for them to get into it. And of course, Chrissy, the other thing it's good for as well, local councils now looking at this saying, maybe we should put more money in because when kids get out and do a bit of sport, you know, it gives them a, a purpose and a meaning as well. Look, Niall, we're not having the COVID for 18 months like everyone else in the world. We also had before that, we had dark clouds hanging over the inner city. I won't go into it. You know what I'm talking about. Of and course. At the end of the day, the lottery struck in Tokyo yesterday morning and everybody in Portland now felt that the lottery was at the door without the money, but with the gift and the proudness of Kelly Harrington. And the other thing is, we're meeting a mural guy now today in the area of Portland Row. We're looking at doing murals of Emmett, uh, Blennon and Kelly Harrington on walls within the area. And that's another great honour and a great achievement. But look, she's as humble as humble as humble. Uh, I can't describe uh, the magical atmosphere and feeling in the northeast inner city from Killarney Court, Sean Mack, Portland Row, Ballybock, right down the line. Everybody is buzzing. It's Monday morning and nobody is moaning or complaining about it's Monday. <laughs> That's unusual, isn't it? It's unbelievable. By the way, Chrissy, have you got to talk to her yourself? Uh, I haven't got to speak to Kelly. I spoke to the dad, the brothers, and the mammy there 15 minutes ago. And as I said. They're elated. Uh, elated. Yeah, and so proud. And so proud. And you know, the golden girl, the golden clouds hang over. What's the, what's, the, what's the plan, Chrissy, just before you go? What's the plan tomorrow when she comes home? I mean, obviously, because of COVID, there's not going to be a civic reception, which I'm, I'm a bit disappointed with, to be honest, yeah, which I'm not going to lie and, to you. And we all are, Neil. I'm, I haven't got the, the, the details yet. It's like the secrets of Fatima at the moment. But <laughs> at the end of the day, Kelly will call us, and I've no doubt her beloved Portland Row will be on that. But whatever the arrangements is, it's being kept. At the moment, an announcement and statement will be made, I understand, later today. I'm also I don't think there'll be any social distance in Portland Road tomorrow. <laughs> they comply with those, unlike Leo Varadkar and unlike the others, uh, Captain Sapone. <laughs> yeah, but we're trying to get the five lamps uh, lit up in gold. I propose that, and that seems to be a runner. And also, I believe, next Saturday night, which I'm a maniac supporter of the Dubs, I'll be there myself, that she will uh, appear onto the pitch in Crow Park. With her gold time. medal. We're a gold medal, like Kayleigh, Casey Taylor did in the past. But All look, right. Listen. Well done to Kelly Harrington, well done to the community, well done to Ireland, the green jersey for all of them. Emmett Brennan, Kelly Harrington, we love you, we adore you. You're done for the inner city in nine minutes what the government couldn't do in 40 years. Thanks very much indeed, Christy Burke, Independent Dublin City Councillor and former Lord Mayor. Very proud of Kelly Harrington. And look, the reason I wanted to talk to you, and the reason actually Christy wanted to talk to us as well, was about the community. And the community mattering. And communities bring like-minded people together with similar characteristics and common interests. They play an important role in every aspect of our lives. We have communities in our friends, our families, our employment, our neighbourhoods, and so many other places. You know, we find community in the sports teams we support or the artists we enjoy, even the food that we like. Having a sense of community unites us all the time. And being part of a community can make us feel as though, I suppose, we're part of something greater than ourselves. It can give us opportunities to connect with people, to reach out for goals and make us feel safe and secure. There are so many positive aspects being part of community, providing unique opportunities for people to learn from each other and give support and encouragement are all invaluable as part of joining with a community and joining with our peers as well, of course. 
Add a strong community provides an environment of safety and security. You should feel secure in your own neighbourhood. You should feel secure in your city that it's protecting you and your neighbours are looking out for you. You should feel a peace of mind when your kids are trick-or-treating or whatever it happens to be, or whether we call it the Halloween party in this country, and feel safe when you go out at night, say, for a jog. No place is perfect, but you should always feel a sense of security when you're part of a community. And that's what we lack, I believe, nowadays. I think the people of Portland Row and the people of the inner city and the people in different communities, you find it, I don't want to be disparaging, but you find it more in working class areas. They rely on each other. They support each other. Whereas if you live in a leafy suburb, you seem to lack community. Most people who live in the leafy suburbs couldn't even tell you who their neighbours were. I could tell you now, at 57, who all of my neighbours, I can look out the window of Edenmore Gardens. 49 is where I lived, Edenmore Gardens. And I can look out the window. I can see the Moonies, the Wards, the Haydens, the Wardens, the Cannings, the Melias, the Walshes. And I can tell you, all their houses, all the way along, I can tell you who lived in each house. I knew the Murrays lived beside me. The Cregans and the Curtises next door to me. You know what I mean? I could see it there. I know, I can see all those people because they all helped. When I grew up, they all helped to raise me. All of those people. Some of them quite negatively, some of them quite positively. So have we lost a sense of community? Or do you believe we still have it? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Do you still have a sense of community in your area? Or maybe you're the type of person who doesn't want a sense of community. Maybe you're quite happy to live where you kind of, ah, I don't get involved with the neighbours. Say hello to them. That's about it. I would have 20 years there. I've never spoken to them. I just say hello. See them on the street. I don't want to know their business. They don't want to know mine. I'm a private person. Maybe you're like that. Maybe you're happy to do that. Let me know. The number is 87 Have we lost the sense of community? Marty, you're in Galway. You're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you? How are you now? Good. How's Marty, you? have we lost the sense of community? Oh, it's long gone. I like, think it'll never be the same as it was 20 years ago or, no. or 30 when we were kids. Like, um, Gone are the times you'd knock the neighbour's door and say, my mother wants a fag till she goes to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or, or, and a cigarette and a match would be produced. Potatoes. As you said, a few potatoes or a, a bit of sugar. And, you know, I, I couldn't even tell you. Well, I, I'm originally from But I couldn't tell you if my neighbour's here now where I live. But none of them. I don't know any of them. That's terrible, isn't it? It is. It's it's a bit sad, too, because, you know, you used to be able to go to the neighbour's house, just walk straight in, open the door, the key in the door, you know. Yeah, walk or, in the back door even, door, whatever, yeah. You, you wouldn't see a key in the door these days. <laughs> what? But do you, do you think a lot of that is because people just don't trust each other anymore, or is is that what it is? Uh, I think it is. I think just people just, I don't know, people have more these days. They don't need... You know, they don't don't have as many needs, maybe, as, yeah. as they did. You know, that kind of thing. Well, I suppose we, we connect. See, we have mobile phones now, and we have internet, yeah. and we have everything, and we have TV, and we, and we connect to the world from our own homes. Whereas before, to get information, we had to leave the home. Yeah. Another uh, thing is knocking the neighbour's door to use the phone anymore. Yeah, or just, <laughs> or, or just to see what's going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to be nosy. Just to be nosy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because Ireland was a great country for gossips, by the way. We love a bit of gossip. Oh, absolutely. We still love a bit of gossip. Uh, well, that's that's why talk radio per head of population is more popular in Ireland than any other country in the world, yeah. I believe. <laughs> because we, we we thrive on other people's misery. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And it, it's like that. Uh, 
someone tells you they got a new car and you're there, you're the Delighted for them, and you're saying, "That's uh, with a new car." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> See, you got a new car. I wonder how we got that. He must be Robin. <laughs> He's from <Yeah>. dealer. <laughs> But, but it, isn't it great to see when you see the likes of, say, Kelly Harrington winning the gold medal or go back to the Euro 2020s or whatever it was, uh, uh, 1980, you know, I mean, we we see at times like that that Ireland comes together, you know yeah. what I mean? And we like come together as people. Yeah, Italian 90, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then I, I don't know, I just... That was the last time I saw that, by the way, really, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Communities aren't as tight as these three, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, look, Kelly Harrington, where she lives in Portland Row, you can see that. I could see Italia 90, but just in that small place. Yeah. It wasn't across the whole country, unfortunately. But, I mean, I think everybody's yeah. delighted she won, of course. Or when Munster won the European Cup, that kind of thing. You see the streets of Limerick were surrounded, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, I, I mean, do you think we'll ever get the community spirit back again? No. If anything, it'll get, if anything, it'll get less. You know, there'll be less of it. Yeah. To come to a stage that's well, you know what? And come to a stage that we won't know half the people won't know the other half, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Marty. Thank you, Marty. Let me go to John as well. John, you think you know the reason why this has happened? I do. Just before I start there, um, I'd like to congratulate Kelly and the community, right? But I'll have to pull back a slight bit on that. Then I do not support. Two women going in touring, punching the head off each other. I think it's appalling women's body. Um, ah, John, John, John. I'm sorry, but that's... It's not, it's not, John, it's not the day for that conversation. I can have that conversation another time, and that's grand. I, I appreciate that. But but it's not the day for that conversation, John. I know, but it's just that, that I'm not the, I can't be the only one. No, you're not the only one that feels like that, but that's not the day for the conversation, is it? Was, was and let's celebrate. We should be celebrating that we have a wonderful young woman who's a very nice young woman who has no ego whatsoever, who works as a carer, works at Archer as a cleaner in Vincent's Hospital. And she's has been described on numerous occasions over the weekend as literally the salt of the earth. All she cares about is her job. She loves her job. And she went to Tokyo and came home with a gold medal. Jeepers, John, you couldn't make it up. Yeah, well, that's grand. I mean, but the whole lovely. Be happy, women, happy, John. Be happy. Women going in touring, batting. Yeah, okay, but that's your view it. on it. But Japers, yeah. John, just be happy for it. Now, getting back to the sense of community, why do you yeah. think it's gone? Well, I think uh, all these bloody devices, including the one that I'm speaking to you, I know. I mean, definitely has played that part. iPads, I mean, internet, you name it. You know what I mean? Mobile phones. People are more isolated within the household. No, not in the community. People don't even conversate to each other in the house. No. As I said, Adam, I'm going out, getting to know their neighbours. But I disagree with the caller that was on before. He said he thinks it's gone. It's not. Nothing is ever gone. It's only gone if you allow it to go. You can pull something back at any stage. And I don't I don't agree with you, John. I, I kind of agree with the previous caller that you're saying you can pull something back at a certain age, but you're saying technology has killed it. Technology is not going to go away. It's not going to go away, but like I mean, like the sooner people realise it, the better. They're having a conversation. Like I mean, you've been through some traumatic stuff. No, I've been through some traumatic stuff over my years. So friends of mine have been through trauma, and like it wasn't all said out over a, phone, a landline or a mobile phone. No, you're right. You sit the person down, and then they pour their heart out there, or vice versa, because no device will do that. The human contact—that's what it's all yeah, about. Yeah, but John, where you live right now, do you know who your neighbours are? I do enough. I yeah, would you call into them for a bag of sugar? 
Well, I wouldn't because I can buy my own sugar. I don't, I'm <laughs> but I mean, the, the point is, would you do it? If you didn't have a bag of sugar, it was late at night, whatever, would you pop in and would you say, give us a nail bowl of sugar there, would you? There's, there's friends and neighbours in the area. Exactly the different things. Yes, they happen. Like, I mean, I could pick up the phone and they'd be there in a couple of minutes. And, mm-hmm. and I, I would do the same for them, you know. I could walk down Patrick Street, you know, and I'm bound to meet somebody that I know. Either I walk up before... I that knows me, I that knows me from being on with you. The multi people come up to me and say, Are you the guy to be on with nine violin? I am, grand. Yeah. Get to know a lot of people that way. But uh, there is there is a fierce appetite for community. But sometimes somebody has to take the lead in it. Everyone is waiting for somebody else to start something, to do something. Yeah, no, no, I I get what you're saying. I, I just I think it's extremely sad that we don't have that. What I had, I think a lot of young people are missing out on what I had when I was young. And as I mentioned earlier yeah, on, yeah. I can literally, in my mind's eye now, look out the window, the bedroom window of my mother's house, and I can tell you who lived in every single house. And I can still remember to this day because they played such a role in my life. But yeah. I can honestly say there are very few young people can do that now. Well, this is where, like, the role of it shines. Like, this is why the GAA is a marvellous and cocky, you know, in the All-Ireland Fine, you know, right? But, I mean, this is where the GAA is a marvellous organisation because... Like they're in every single parish. The smallest parish going has a GA holding a football team. And everyone gets involved in the area, goes to the matches, I mean, washes the jerseys or whatever, you know what I mean? It's great community. And that is still out there. And I believe, like, I mean, we need it more than ever now, Nate. Okay, well, listen, I've got to take a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 188 Oh, Niall, why is John such a doomsdayer, says everybody else. I know. Look, he mentioned it before that he's not really into boxing. He doesn't like boxing, but shapers. It doesn't matter whether you're into boxing, whether you're not into boxing. It's a celebration of this young woman coming home and making Ireland very proud and our community proud. But have we lost the sense of community? The number is 087-188-0008. Richie says, by the way, instead of investing in underfunded football clubs and cash-strapped boxing clubs, who would make the most out of every tax euro? Our out-of-touch leaders would waste a fortune on whitewater rowing facility that would be used only by the select few. Yes, of course. Although, are they still going ahead with that? The white water rafting in the city centre? I mean, are they still going ahead with that? Or has that been scrapped again? I don't know. Uh, Billy, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Billy? How you, Niall? Yeah, listen, just before you go in for it, I just would like to wish Kelly all the best on our team, uh, around her and her family. Absolutely. Uh, Wonderful. And, and Wonderful and stuff. And the community. And I'd also like to use this platform to make an appeal, not to the local councillors, like uh, the few councillors that know from the area, but I'd like to make an appeal for the politicians not to be going anywhere near the homecoming up in the airport around, because <laughs> they've done nothing for her. Right. They don't deserve any publicity of it. But did, why, do you think they're going to do a Shane Ross on it and stick their yeah, heads they'll, in? They'll, they'll do a Charlie Huggy like he went up and he met uh, Stephen Roche in Champs-de-Lay. Do you remember, remember Shane Ross went up when Katie Taylor came home and he appeared yeah. in the photograph? Yeah, I don't want that now. They don't deserve it. And uh, Katie should be getting the freedom of the Dublin City. It's a no-brainer. Tony Hoonahan got the freedom of the city and he's done nothing. In fact, he's done the total opposite of what Katie Okay, did. okay. Well, this is again not a day for that. Uh, not a day for that. Not Tony a day Hoonahan for... embarrassed Ireland. Katie has done us proud. Okay, so all right. Of, and, and by the way, let's not forget to mention Paul O'Donovan and Fintan McCarthy as well. And Aidan Walsh. And Aidan yeah, Walsh. And Aidan Walsh as well, all right? Yeah. Loads of people, yeah. yeah. Okay. I just don't want the politician hijacking their moment. All right, no, I get you. I get you. And I agree with you completely. They shouldn't be hijacking it. Yeah. But okay, getting back to the sense of community, by the way, it's a wonderful sense of community, by the way, in our local area of all the, the neighbours and friends and family. Yeah. I mean, do you think we've lost that sense of community, Billy? 
Oh, we have because like there's so many people di- moving in f- uh, to different areas from different countries, and th- they don't want to get. Some of them do co- want to get involved in the community. The majority don't, and not only that as well. The recession 2008, I feel, and especially now the COVID, the uh, the last uh, nearly two years. Yeah, they just they just down they're beating people down into the court. Like the recession, people were just going around the major depression. Now COVID, you have uh, people kind of falling out with each other over. Oh, I got the ejection, but I didn't. Well, you should, and I didn't, and. You know, you wear a mask. I'm not wearing a mask. You wear a mask. And okay, so you, you believe we're all fighting against each other now, and that's all, that's not helping the sense of community. It's not helping the situation at all. No. On okay. top of the recession t- twelve years ago. And would you, Billy? Would you go into? Your, I mean, look, you live in a kind of community. You live. Yeah, in I live around. The, I, I get on great with all my neighbours. I'm in a cul-de-sac around here in Donegal. Yeah. And would you know all your neighbours? Yeah. Yes, I know everyone on the road and all. Yeah. Yeah, and w- would you say if you were short of a you know a bag of sugar, would you pop into a neighbour and say you wouldn't give us a bowl of sugar there? I would often you? do. Sometimes, the one thing I always run charge is sometimes this sugar milk or toilet roll, believe it or not. Yeah, toilet roll. Would you give us a hell bog roll? I often do. I often do. Could be the neighbour next door to the left, or it could be the one across the road. Right, so you road. still have that sense of community then? No problem at all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's wonderful to hear, Billy. All right, and I completely agree with you, by the way, in relation to politicians. I hope they don't hijack it, uh, because I don't want to see a Shane Ross done on us. Uh, Padraig, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Padraig? Greetings of fellow patriots. Well, this is a good day for your Patriots, Padraig, isn't it? Well, Niall, uh, I was, I was in, actually in Portland Row yesterday with my skin and blister. Well, what were you, doing, what were you doing in Portland Row? What, what made you go well, from City West no, to Portland Row? I was actually going into town to meet my sister anyway to have a bite to eat. And uh, I said to me, let's kill two birds. I said, the atmosphere is probably good around Portland Row. So we went up. And I, it was like World Cup 90, uh, bunting outside every house. Mm-hmm. Uh, tricolours everywhere, pitches the Kelly, forecast the Kelly in nearly every window. Uh, all the cars driving by, blowing the horns. The parents were coming in and out to beat the band, taking forecasts with people. And it really was, now, uh, it was something else, you know? Yeah, it was. It was a wonderful, I, I looked at some of the videos, it was amazing scenes. And everybody looked really happy and no trouble whatsoever. It was just wonderful to see. Yeah, now, but, like, talk about community spirit. Uh, one of Kelly's brothers made a statement in the media there. He said there's a lot of talk about uh, deprivation in areas like the northeast inner city. But um, at the end of the day, he says we have a, we have a special richness. Might not be financial. We have richness in community and in the heart. Yeah. I, I thought it was very well said, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what, what you don't have in money, you can make up for with people. Of course you can. Yes, obviously you need both to live. Yeah. But look, at, at the end of the day, contrast that now. I'm working in a £2 million mansion here in uh, Tosh Parterat Mines, and honestly, God, there's not a flag, there's not a bit of bunting, there's nothing. Um, it, I, I remember it was back in the World Cup 90, it was the very same. I, I think it's beneath these people. They think, I don't know, who did. Well, I did, I did say that. I didn't want to be disparaging yeah. in what I said, it, but you notice always more, you'll always get a sense of community in working-class areas, more so exactly. in upper-class yeah. areas. Yeah, they, well, you know. they all play hockey, darling. They play hockey. hockey. And, and, and cricket, you know. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, they go to the rugby. And the rug, oh, sorry, I forgot about the rug, the rug on that. Yeah. <laughs> but look, at the end of the day, now, the, 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 these, as Americans say now, these people still have to go to the bathroom. But uh, as regards community spirit, it's zero in, in, in these uh, affluent areas now. And no. I, like I've seen it firsthand yesterday in Portland Row, absolutely extraordinary now. But isn't there more of that nowadays? You know what I mean? I suppose nowadays you see more so people living in leafy suburbs where they don't know their neighbour. You know, detached houses where they're looking out their window and they see nothing apart. You might get the odd hello, but that's about it. They don't know anything about their neighbour. But I, tell you, I put one caveat in there now. 
There's, there's no snob like a working class snob that comes in the money. And uh, we know a certain individual and um, they can come into an inheritance for it that way. A lot of money. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can only meet her. She's a bit like Miss Volcano. You can only meet her by appointment. Now, well, you can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear. <laughs> exactly that. But the point is that money changed this, this this woman. She was a lovely girl. All of a sudden, then she turned into a snob. It was kind of sad, really, you know? Yeah, I think I think people who come from nothing and get money are the worst type of people, to be honest with you. Well, exactly. She went yeah. to come to Fox Rock, darling. You know? All right, I get you, I get you. Well, listen, have a wonderful day. Thank you very much indeed, Patrick. Let me go to Mary as well. Mary, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Mary? Hello, Niall. Before, before I go any further, I believe you lost your mum recently, so let me give you my condolences well, first. Thank you. It's just a good few years ago yeah. uh, now, Niall. Um, I was, she was sick and I was looking after her. Yeah. And I was bringing her from, say, the sitting room into her. We made a bedroom downstairs for her. And um, she kind of fell. She didn't fall, but she, she went down to the ground and we, I was trying to hold her. Right. I couldn't get her back up. This at 12 o'clock at night. So I had to run up to my neighbour. And he came down and he helped me get her back in to bed yeah yeah brilliant so then she died and hid awake in the house and i didn't have any holy things like crosses or rosary beads and all that kind of thing yeah so my neighbors rallied around and had it nice for her we waked her here in the in the house you know yeah so then after that my uh, other neighbor who had a house down in wicklow uh gave me the keys to go down for a weekend yeah after that that was nice, wasn't and it? It was. It was wonderful, and um, I can understand that. You know, the people are working now all the time, and they get home, they just want to get the dinner, and yeah, they don't want to get involved in other people's bed. lives. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, in other words, you when know, you, when your mum was sick, you know, kind of people rallied around you, and then when she passed away, of course, people cared about you and wanted yeah. to help you. Yeah, yeah, now, and it wasn't like we weren't living in each other's ears. You know what I mean? No, no, and, I know what you mean. Yeah, but, but sure. isn't that is that's a very Irish thing, isn't it? When somebody passes away, you'd always get you know the like people across. Well, I'll make a few sandwiches for your guests, yeah, and yeah, I'll do this yeah. for you, and I'll make the teas for you, and they'll come over yeah. and help you. And Irish people do things like that. They do, they do, and I appreciate them so much. Mm. And um, a lovely time down in Wicklow. It was just what the doctor ordered because I was here for about two years looking after my mom. She wasn't really sick now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just near the end she was. Yeah, and so that kind of uh, helped you to get through the grieving process a little bit better, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was great. It yeah. is. And do you think generally, I mean, have we lost that sense of community? I mean, I know there are parts of the cities and parts of the country where that still exists, but do you think yeah. in general we've lost it? Yes, and what I've noticed is, this is, I'm not getting off the point or anything, but there's an awful lot about mental health issues on the radio. Yeah. And mental health issues aren't just about anxiety and depression. It's also about your day-to-day contact with people who you interact with in the shop, in the post office, in the bank or whatever. And I have a friend who doesn't have a mobile phone and doesn't have a current account. I went to the bank and it's gone automated now. Mm. And um, we probably have to go into town. Um, but... Th- Today, today, our mental health is about the people we interact with. Yeah. And we're kind to, and they're kind to us. And I just feel that it's, a, it's like they're just paying a lip service. Like, it's really got to do with greed, and it's just 
making everything automated so they don't have that, to... Well, a lot of people that. are saying that today in the text that technology has changed because yeah. technology has changed us as people because we don't need to see each other anymore because we could, we could just ring them on a mobile or send them an email or a text or whatever it is. So we don't need to actually meet up with people to get information anymore. Yeah. But we're social creatures. Mm. We need people. We yeah. really do. Whether it's the, you, you thank the, the bus man or... Wherever, the day-to-day, your day-to-day is all you can do. The world has got huge problems and you can't take that on your shoulders. But your day-to-day is the people you meet, your kindness towards them, that, that towards you. That makes it, I think. Yeah, and, and certainly when we have problems, the first thing we will always do is turn to a friend. You know, or, to, or just somebody to share the problem with. Because obviously a problem shared is a problem halved. And, and that yeah. still does bode well, really, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, listen, thank you very much indeed. And that's a nice story. And, and it's lovely to hear that we still have a sense of community, particularly at a very difficult time in your life. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic.